Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you didn't hear me the first time, I'll say it louder for the people at the back. Meltdown, the EFL Cup, the Carabao Cup, the League Cup, whatever you want to call it. Melt it down and turn it into bedpans. That's what I think about it, all right? I I tweeted something to the effect of uh, saying that we should probably throw the competition um, the other day. And it was a good... Good old-fashioned Twitter pylon. Haven't had one of those for a while. Um, even Man United Twitter got involved, digging me out. Um, it's actually not just attention seeking. It was a really fairly innocuous uh, tweet, to be honest. I, I literally just said we should probably throw the EFL, the League Cup this year. Because I just listened to The View from the Lane, the Athletic Pod. And they had been talking all about... The fixture pile up in January. Um, I think if we'd have progressed, and basically we'd have had to have played every single. If we if we were to get to the final, we would have had to have played every single game but the final in January. I think it's I think it's four extra games. I think there's another round, quarter final, and then two semi finals, two leg semi final. Um. I mean, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of the League Cup at the best of times this year in particular. Just feel like we've got bigger fish to fry. Um, people can talk, call that entitlement all they want, but why are we why are we pretending otherwise? Like I've had I've been beaten around the head all year by people talking about Antonio Conte, about Enic giving Antonio Conte whatever he wants. Give give Conte whatever he wants is what everybody says. Antonio Conte, we can win the lot under him. Great, so let's keep that energy, right? Let's not start fucking jumping on this kind of, we're not going to win anything else. The League Cup's our only chance of success. That's not the right fucking mentality to have, is it? Come on, you, you can't have it both ways, right? If I'm some fucking plastic armchair fan that doesn't want us to win the League Cup, don't fucking moan about Antonio Conte and what we can win under him. Like... And it will it will detract from that. You, nobody wants to admit it ever pissed everyone off when Pochettino used to say it, but we've got to be in the Champions League. We have to be in the Champions League to attract top, top draw talent and to keep a manager like Antonio Conte at the club. It's not what we win the carrot what, so let's fucking derail our season. Post World Cup, players are already knackered from that. Let's add more fixtures into the mix and uh, make it even harder for us to finish in the top four. Again, you know, we're, we're already going to be facing an uphill struggle, probably. I mean, we are in the in the top four places at the moment. There's a bit of distance between us, but we can't rest on our rest on our laurels, can we? You know, we've got to keep got to keep going for it. I mean, in truth, like in truth, it, I'm, I'm, ne- I'm not. This makes it sound like I'm happy that we've been knocked out. 
and I mean, I would say I'm not, un- <laughs> I'm not unhappy, but I don't like seeing. T- I never like seeing Tottenham lose. I don't. You know, I'm not fucking sat there celebrating Nottingham Forest goals or anything like that. But I, I'm, I'll be true to you. I'm, I'm not gutted that we're out of the competition. You know, I, I mean, people. There's, there's just these fallacies painted about it as well, man. It breeds a winning mentality, does it? Did it the last time we won it? We had some good players then. Did we kick on when we had Berbatov? When we had, you know, Ledley King, Robbie Keane. I'm sure plenty of other great players at that point. I'm forgetting about Gareth Bale. Well, he was sort of injured around that time. Wasn't really figuring at that moment. I think he was cursed Gareth Bale still at that point. But the fact remains, we had a good team at that point. We had Berbatov and Keane, you know. We didn't kick on. We won the League Cup and we didn't kick on from there. There's no gap. There's no breeds of winning mentality. I don't buy it. I don't. I don't buy it. You know. You win it or you don't. At the end of the day, um, this is what it is. I'd love to see us win the FA Cup. Absolutely love to see us win the FA Cup. Um, I mean, the thing about the League Cup is as well. Anyway, Manchester City always take it seriously. Do you want to get all the way to the final and just lose to City again? I don't really, you know. Yes, and I know they can just as well be in the FA Cup final or they can just as well be in Champions League next round or something like that. But, you know, we'll, we'll see when it comes to that. I just, I'd just i like to see him make a fist to the FA Cup, to be honest. I don't know if he will or not. Um, and it's a funny one. You know, I, I don't, I feel like this kind of, this sort of grey feeling I have about this I think it was shared by the players, to be honest. I didn't really see them kind of busting a gut tonight. Antonio Conte didn't even do all the pre-match presses and stuff like that. That may be looking into it too much, but to me, that kind of sends out a bit of a message as well, really. Um, At least it shows you how seriously he takes the competition, being brutally honest about it. So, you know, I think while we're in the Champions, great, you know, Maybe in the next few years, if we drop out the Champions League, if we finish 7th, 8th in a couple of years' time, we've got less going on, great, let's go for the League Cup again. I, I completely agree with that. But at the moment, the reality is we're in the Champions League this year. We're in a good place to finish in the top four. Our sights should be set higher than winning the League Cup. And I don't think people need to get all fucking personal about that. And I don't think people need to get all fucking angry about that either, really. I think it's just... It's pretty obvious, isn't it? It's a shit competition. It is. It's the bottom tier and I don't. we haven't won anything for years. Great. So what? You're not going to be that arsed if you win this either, really. It's a good day out. It's a great day out. Don't get me wrong. It's a good day out. And even people saying like today... I got that like, oh, try telling that to all the Spurs fans travelling up to Nottingham. They're still having a fucking laugh, you know? I've been to away days. It's a good day out. It's good to go to another stadium, have a load of drinks with your mates. It's not a fucking chore. It's good fun. It's a good time. And I'm sure plenty of them have all had a good time tonight as well. Um, You know, whatever. It's not something to fucking try and guilt trip me about. Do one. Um... I don't know. I, have to, I don't. I just don't really have much to say about the game. It was a. It was a bizarre. It was a really weird game. Felt like a preseason friendly. Um, 
Forrest were good value, good value for their goals. That Loddy player looks fucking quality as well. Um, that's another one I tweeted that, that he looks good. And then he scored and people were like, why did you have to say something? I thought that, I thought the whole, oh, you had to open your big mouth was, if I was to say, that Loddy is shit, isn't he? It doesn't work if I'm saying the player's good and then he scores. Well, I, I've not done anything wrong there, have I? Give me a break. <laughs> um, yeah, not not an awful lot to say about the game, really. Uh, I'll, I'll go for the players. I mean, again, I, I, don't, I don't have an awful lot to say about all of the players, really. Um, look, the thing is, I'm, I'm, I will be, I will happily admit that I'm a hypocrite as much as the next man person woman person man woman person that if we got to the day cup final and we won it i'd be buzzing and i know i would be it'd be great it'd be a good day out but that would be like great what's next you know it's not going to leave a lasting impression much in the same way you know Definitely not over losing the Champions League final. Don't think I ever will be. Am I that asked about as losing the League Cup final to Manchester City? A couple of years ago? What, 2020 wasn't it, I think? 2020 or 2021? I think it was just at the start of 2021. I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Um, no. You know, it's not that asked. Get over it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's what it is, isn't it? If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, Fraser Forster, it's funny, man. Like he, uh, he, he looks quite wobbly, but you know, he's, I think that's his, that's his first game in it in Christ knows how long. Um, the thing I've, I thought was going to be interesting is I was, I was looking forward to seeing if we had a goalkeeper that could actually kick, but <laughs> it felt like his distribution was just as ropey as Larice's. So, um, in terms of my, my notes on him. Decent shot stopper. 
pulled off a, a, a number of good one-on-one saves. Massive bloke. Massive frame. Um, so very good with his reaction, stuff like that. Concentration, not great, I didn't think. Um, but he's a very solid keeper. Very solid backup goalkeeper. I wouldn't feel... I wouldn't feel at all um, nervous about him starting Premier League games or even Champions League games. Um, and that's, you know, maybe not because I think he's great. I think maybe it's more a case of him and Larice beginning to meet in the middle a little bit. Um, Larice is still clearly the superior keeper, more experience. He's just one of the stalwarts of the club. Um, Fraser Forster decent enough performance like I say concentration a little off at times but I think he sort of snapped into it for, for most of the game um, decent enough performance Davinson Sanchez I'd happily never see him play for Tottenham again it's about as much as I can say about him Eric Dyer. ever since he's got that England call up just Another, I thought, woeful performance from him tonight. Um, made a couple of good tackles, but they were recoveries generally from his own errors. He's gotten into this weird habit, like how he gave away the second goal against Liverpool the other day. Weird habit of heading the ball across goal and not really looking properly. Just doing that weird little flick header across goal. Don't get it. Clement Longley, fine. No, nothing nothing to really report for me on, on his performance day. Fine. You know, great. Um, Matt Doherty, all right. He's okay. Uh, I do sort of think, yeah, I probably on balance would rather see him starting games than Emerson, but obviously Emerson's sort of flavour of, of the week to... Flavour of the month, flavour of the week, either one. To dig out at the moment, but really in truth, I don't think there's an awful lot between Doherty and Emerson. Like different different players, I think different skills. I think Doherty's probably, not probably, Doherty's more direct, probably got a better end product just about. Um, cuts inside quite a bit, which feels not, very Conte, dare I say. Maybe that's why he doesn't get played as much. It seems to be that Conte likes runners to get to the byline, whip across in, um, which Doxy can do, but he he does seem to like to cut in and get involved. Um, but fine. I, you know, I thought he was okay tonight, but he had a horrible time with that, um, like I say, with that Lodi player who I think is quality and it's funny seeing him playing I'm suddenly like Sessignon's miles off in him man we'll talk about Sessignon now like when you look at him compared to like I say to that Lodi player I'm like man just I think it's done now really I mean it's not done is it he's still going to be playing in the team because we haven't got anyone else Um, but you know I've gone on about it and gone on about it and I'm sure there's a good good player. I feel like Sessignon's going to be one of those players that we end up selling, like I've said before, we'll sell to Southampton and he'll just do that Carl Walker-Peters thing where he looks decent playing for them 
Um, at that level, less expectation on him. And people will get angry. Spurs fans will get angry, be like, well, we sold this great young player. We never gave him a chance or anything. Just remember this. Just remember what it's been like this season. Remember that he has had lots of chances. And just remember kind of just how average he's been, really. In truth, it feels harsh. I like him. I've really wanted it to come good for him. Uh, I think there's a lot of goodwill behind Sessignon. I think there always has been. But I just think we're getting to that kind of face facts time that maybe he's just not that good, you know? Oliver Skip, um, I didn't think he was at it tonight, to be honest. I thought he got a bit... Um, I thought I, I feel like he was a bit bullied. I felt like he uh, never really got the rhythm of the game, to be honest. Um, to be honest, like I, d I don't have much more to say on him other than that, and I think that kind of sums up his performance. Um, probably also says something about my like lack of concentration on the game, really. It was a weird game, man. It was a weird game. Like, I was really struggling with this one. Um, but yeah, I just thought Skip was a bit of a passenger tonight. Um, Eve Basuma, I probably haven't raved about him as much as I should have done in the past few weeks because we're really, really starting to see Eve Basuma now. Um, and that's brilliant. That's really good to see um, ahead of the second half of the season. Hopefully he doesn't lose this momentum over the course of the World Cup. But his confidence on the ball in particular is a is a treat. It's really, really good. Um I think some of his passing's brilliant. And just his dribbling. It's really nice. It's gonna be so good once he's fully up to speed. Him and Ben Tancur next to one another. Um It's a bit of a treat. I think he's a yeah, I think he's a, a brilliant, brilliant player. And I think he was probably one of the few shining lights this evening. I thought he was Constantly trying, constantly trying to make something happen, um, causing a few problems to them, breaking up a bit of their play as well. Just a good all-round performance, I thought, from Basuma. Um, much like we've been seeing over the past few weeks with him now. Good player, great talent. Uh, Pierre-Emil Hoybier, much like I say with Skip. Just, and I think with Hoybier as well, he's a bit tired. Give it a lot of break. Um, but yeah, not, not a vintage performance from him tonight again felt like he was never really in the game it was okay he didn't stand out as doing anything terrible or anything for me but nor did he stand out as doing anything particularly brilliant or great or noteworthy Ryan Sessignon obviously already spoken about him uh, Harry Kane totally anonymous tonight um, fair enough I was surprised he even started surprised he even played um Sort of game you'd imagine him getting nobbled in just before the World Cup. But he didn't didn't really have much to do, didn't really have much to say. Um didn't really get any service either. Weird one, weird one. Um even Perisic, decent enough performance. Thought he was he was trying to make things happen, but again, a sort of quiet night for him. I think he was playing sort of a at half speed, really. Again, another player who's probably Looking at someone like Sadio Mane last night and thinking, I don't want that to happen to me. So, taking his foot off the gas a bit. Um, Richardson came on. Obviously, the fucking 
that lot basically were trying to give him shit for the juggling stuff earlier on in the season. Whatever. It's all a bit pantomime, isn't it? It's all a bit fucking tin pot, but fair enough. You know, it's just what football fans do, isn't it? And I thought he was he was trying to make stuff happen, but he's rusty. He's but you know we know this. He's been injured. First game back, fine. You know, he got himself in dangerous positions. Probably wasted a few decent opportunities, but uh, yeah, it's good. And I think he's probably. I was surprised to see him come on in this game because I I thought one of them might go for him again. Um, what with the World Cup and everything just around the corner, but he probably needs a few minutes ahead of the World Cup to really sort of, you know, you don't want to be going into the World Cup and not having played at all for whatever it's been, close to a month, maybe? I don't know. Brian Hill, surprised he didn't start, to be honest. I don't I don't really get that. I don't really get the sort of point of it, I guess. Conte wanted to put a strong team out, try and get through, maybe, but who knows? Um, I just don't really see the point of having players like Brian Hill if you if you're not at least going to try and give him a chance in a game like this. But is what it is, isn't it? Um, Kulisevsky, I think he tried again. Nothing really to report. Bentenko the same. Jess Spence is the main one, really, isn't it? And I still, you know, I was talking about Doherty, talking about Emerson, how there's not much between them. It just seems almost criminal to me that Jed Spence hasn't been involved. He's not been more involved in the game, in the team to this point. Because (laughs) he looks like a really fucking good player. I don't get it. I, I don't even just think that's confirmation bias. He looks really fucking good. He's quick, he's strong, he's direct. He looks like he's got every fucking thing that Antonio Conte would want in a player. Seemed to sort of try his best to link up play. Try to get on the end of a few opportunities. He had that one chance, made the keeper, forced keeper into making a save. But yeah, he's nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen in the Premier League, Champions League, nothing. It's really, really weird. It's really, really weird. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, hopefully we will see more of him you know I don't know I I have no idea maybe it's an attitude thing maybe it's a personality thing maybe him and Conte don't get on that well or something I don't know you know Um, because it's it's hard to find reasons from the way in which he plays and yeah we've only seen tiny windows of it and I understand Antonio Conte sees these players day in day out on the training pitch I, I, I do get that and I don't discount that it is valid but also anybody watching that tonight anybody watching him in particular you can't tell me that Emerson Royale or Matt Doherty offers substantially more than he does if offers anything more than he does he's young he's hungry he's sort of desperate to get into it as somebody tweeted at me Look at his body language compared to Sessignon's. Up for it, ready, ready to fight, ready to get stuck in. Give me the ball, let me run with it. Lad looks like a player, you know? Um, It's a real shame that we're not seeing more of him. Really real, really real, really real shame. Fucking hell. 
I'm tired. Oh, do you know what? This is this is actually just from not because of the game, maybe partly because of the game, because I just thought it was a bit of a weird game. I'm just a bit tired tonight. I nearly was like going to do a tweet like I'll do the pod first thing in the morning, folks. But here I am. Here I am. I did one anyway. Because um, why not? We've got the World Cup coming up, so have a bit of a break then. Although I might do some pods for the World Cup. I'm not sure. I'm conflicted on that one. Um, but yeah, thanks very much again, everybody who is supporting the show via the Buy Me A Coffee website, link in bio, anything that you can give or help out with, much appreciated. If not, no worries. Um, show goes out on all all the platforms. I also put it out on YouTube as well. No video element or anything like that, so you don't get to see me sat in my pants ranting into a microphone or anything like that. Um, that's for my OnlyFans page that will be coming up shortly. Um, but other than that, come on, you spells. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.